Hello everyone, this is Gruesome Herzog's Horror Movie Reviews. My guest tonight is director, producer, actor, James Cotton. How you doing, James? Oh man, I'm doing great. Thanks for coming on in short notice. <laughs> hey, anytime I can get out there and you know push the movie, I'm uh, I'm all about it. And, uh, and, uh, I was a, I was a fan of, the, of what you said about it, so what you said about Resurrection County. So I'm uh, I'm happy to be here. Thank you very much. Um, let's start. I see you did a movie. Uh, you directed it, Demon Slayer, in two thousand three. Yes. Now, what's that? A I haven't never seen it. I was wondering, can you explain? What yeah, um, I, I started off, and uh, I went to uh, film school in London in uh, 1999, and uh, then I, I finished up in the L.A. area, the L.A. Film School, in uh, 2001. Uh, Roger Corman came to the film school, and uh, he basically wanted to make a production, you know, using uh, alumni of the film school, and, uh, uh, you know, picked me to direct this movie. So uh, I got I got my first feature like you know right out of film school, which is kind of unheard of, and, and uh, you know I feel very blessed and kind of you know lucky for uh, for that. And uh, you know I worked with some really talented people back then. Uh, you know Brandon Tross shot Demon Slayer for me, and he's gone on to shoot uh, the Crank Two and Halloween Two for Zombie. You know uh, he's a he's an amazing DP. Uh, you know and, and, and a good friend, and uh, you know so. Uh, we, we got together. They had this, like, um, idea of a story. Um, kind of, I pitched them a horror film, and uh, they had $300,000 kind of thing as a budget. And I said, you know, um, that's great. I can do a lot with that. And then the next thing I know, you know, the budget kind of dropped to 80000 They told me it was about demon prostitutes. And I said, ah, <laughs> this is a Scooby-Doo episode, oh. you know? <laughs> so, uh you know, I, I, I'm very proud of that movie. I think that, you know, um, there's a lot of, you know, film students coming right out of school, and and, uh, and it, it went on and played on the Sci-Fi Network for, I think, two years. Wow. Um, which was great. You know, I, that's what I kind of made it for. I, I knew that, you know, the longevity of the movie is what's important, and uh, uh, I decided to, like, you know, play up, you know, like, not get so much into the, uh, it is a horror movie, and it is, you know, it is poking a little fun at the horror movies. Right. Uh, but in its own landscape, its own world. So, you know, you make up the rules of the world, and you let it play. And, uh, and you know, so I, I think that movie's a lot of fun. I gotta check that out. Now, the next one you have is uh, Sugar Creek? Yes. Uh, Sugar Creek was kind of like a, a kind of a labor of love thing, you know. Like I, I, I started off in uh, Demon Slayer, and, and uh, you know I was ready to do something that kind of you know that I wanted to do. Uh, Sugar Creek is a western Sleepy Hollow in the South. Oh wow! Uh, story of a horseman that pulls a guy into a valley in a in a coffin, and uh, the guy's shoeless and and wonders about this field like looking for help but the legend is is that if you help the person the horseman hunting they'll kill you as well oh wow so everybody runs from him and, and uh, you know doesn't want to help the shoeless man and, and uh, by the end you you know there's a twist to that one and you, you learn why the shoeless man was being hunted in the first place oh so uh, you know it, it became a lot more uh, thematic you know as my budget dropped I, you know I, I wanted to of course I wanted a bigger budget on it you know and, and uh, 
and uh, to really get into that suspense and thriller stuff. But uh, you know, when when the, when I finally got my my money in place and uh, you know what I had, it's like we we made a, you know like I have to say, man, the the crew that I put together in Arkansas, you know, in case that you know if you hear this, um, I, I'd like for them all to know, you know, like how great a job they did. I mean, we built a town, a western town, for uh, three thousand dollars. Oh wow! And uh, it had nine buildings, you know, that kind of thing. And uh, um, those guys, you know, I, I, I've never met a bunch of, you know, more hardworking people in my life. And uh, we we pulled off something I thought that was really really special, and you know that 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 took me on and got me more work, and uh, and uh, you know again just another little notch in the belt and make enough to be proud about. Exactly right. Now you have one here. Uh, it's two names, La Lina, or, or the Line, two thousand nine. Yeah. Um, basically, what happened was that so I I, I made sugar in. We finished that one up in like 2007, basically, and uh, 2006. And I uh, I was out here and uh, finishing up some posts. And, and uh, Robert Miano, who is in both Sugar Creek and in uh, Resurrection County, uh, introduced me to some producers, and they had seen Sugar Creek and and liked my work. And uh, you know, it was uh, a really good script, and uh, wanted to. You know, like take my my bite at, at uh, you know Mexican drug cartels and, and that kind of story, and uh, it was a, a a bigger budget. You know, like some things to play with. Right. You know, and and next thing I know, you know, we got the Ray Liotta and Andy Garcia, Isa Morales, Danny Trejo, uh, Amon Sante. I mean, you know, like this really sweet cast came on board. Uh, a woman named Ricky Masler. Uh, she. Uh, actually, was my first agent in Oklahoma, oh, right. and uh, had cast me in uh, a movie called Tuskegee Airmen back in the day. And and um, she, uh, you know, she was a fan of me, and, and the, the producers, you know, had their stuff together, and, and you know, it was like uh, a nice little magical pot that, uh, that made the movie grow into something, you know, even different, you know, even bigger, even better, Sweet. and. Uh, you know, that, what, what, and basically, kind of what happened. I mean, you know, uh, I was back in Arkansas, and, and you know, some guys out there, uh, Mike Hart and Greg Hartman, uh, had seen uh, Sugar, and you know, knew that I was making movies out there, and, and uh, they were really interested in making movies. So, um, they they asked me to come on, you know, and, and, and figure out what kind of movie we could make, uh, which ended up being Resurrection County, and. Uh, so I, I was writing that and helping get the, you know, get the money and and uh, and uh, I had a friend that was uh, working on he was my UPM on on Sugar, uh, named Matt Yeager, and Matt Yeager was you know like, like he and I were horror aficionados you know like, like <laughs> I should have actually cut that out <laughs> I didn't say it right. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know we, uh, we're real fans of horror movies, Matt Yeager and I. So like, um, I knew that I, I had a good partner there to like you know help me really tweak the uh, intensity of of the script and 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 get the story to to what I wanted it to be. So uh, you know those guys were uh, you know doing their thing, get, you know getting the money up, and then uh, the guys in California uh, were getting their money up. Uh, 
R. L. Frazier and then Jeffrey Ross were the producers on uh, on La Lina. And so while those, those two things were going down, uh, basically they, you know, got funded at the same time, and I had to make a choice. Right. <laughs> what was I going to do? Uh, you know, it, it's a hard choice. You know, it's a hard choice. Uh, you know, when you write something and it's personal. Uh, the story of Resurrection County actually happened to me. Uh, the first part of them driving through and the the I'll get stuff away, but you know the the yeah the, guy. the naked guy with the AK forty seven yeah um, that actually happened to me. So you know it was a very personal story, something that you know I was like you Damn. know thinking for years. You know, like what would happen if uh, if I had really kicked those guys off? You yeah, know? really. Uh, so uh, that was uh, where Resurrection County came from, and you know, and I, I came on to you know direct Wallenia. And uh, at the same time, uh, you know, I, I, a bunch of my friends had known Matt Sattel and, uh, you know, introduced me to him, and, and uh, I sent him out to, to Greg and, and to Mike Hart and, and those guys and said, you know, look at this guy's work and, you know, see if he would, you know, fit what you guys are looking for. And, and uh, you know, they, they loved it, of course. And, you know, Matt came on, and I think he did an, an amazing job. Just an excellent job with the directing of the film. So, you know. Yes, he did. I was impressed with Resurrection County. Let's go ahead and get it done. All right. Love this movie. So, well, you know, uh, I mean, Resurrection County. What, like I said before, you know, the story. Uh, stories, something that like you know was very personal to me in the in the uh, idea that. You know, like there are people out there. There are, th- you know, like there are still unknowns in the world. Yes. Um, and while you know the world gets bigger and the technology and you know the way we're connected, you, you, you think that it's getting you know broader and there's no, there's no more secrets. But uh, you know, sure enough, there are. <laughs> you know, you get into uh, the backwoods and, and you don't know what you know. You don't know what the motivation, what the politics are. You know, what the, what the religion and and belief system is and uh, these guys that were you know living out in the middle of nowhere and it's you know in Oklahoma actually but um, uh, they you know it was, it was kind of in- interconnected to uh, that whole like line of you know David Koresh and uh, the uh, they thing yep. and you know I, I was just always kind of fascinated with, with what the what the belief structure of that was, and you know, I, for me, uh, thinking in horror, uh, I, I find more horror in truth. Yes, you know, very true. So uh, you know, I, I didn't want to write something that was your basic, red, you know, redneck hillbillies, inbreds, you know, crazy, over the top thing. I think that the the truth is actually more fascinating, and uh, and to play with, you know, a thing that I that tends to be a theme in, in my movies is that. The area that's in the center of right and wrong, the, the gray, is is uh, so much more full of of story because you know, like there is no right or wrong, and there is justification or rationale for for the reasons that we do the things that we do. Yep. Uh, so I really wanted to play the campers, you know, with uh, with Adam Huff and Dayton Noel and Captain Michelle and Casey, Kathy. That's it. Watch that one too. <laughs> um, <laughs> <It's> all right, <laughs> but uh, you know, Cassie self, um, you know, watching 
you know, let, letting them go out into uh, into this, you know, just regular camping trip, like something that we all do. Something, you know. I also was kind of like fascinated with the fact that nobody had ever done that four wheeler story, you know. And there's something else you did too that was different. Yeah, you know, like I mean, like. I know that, you know, everybody in the South does that. We all, like, go out and ride four-wheelers out in the woods. And, uh, again, you don't know what's out there. Yep. You know, you don't know what you can run up on. You don't, you just don't know. I've, I've done it in Mississippi and Georgia. And, and uh, you know, like, I, I freak myself out when I go out there and I do that kind of thing. But, it's, you know, that's part of the story. Well, so I'm sorry. Okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> My fault. <laughs> so, so, you know, like, when... Uh, you have these, you know, these four people that are just wanting to camp, but they they all come with their own cross to bear, their own sin. You know, um, the 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 character Adam plays uh, is Tommy. It's you know he's kind of full of himself and, and not knowing where he wants to take the relationship yep. with Lucy and and you know they so you have you know that dynamic. She's pregnant and. Uh, now he's kind of being forced into something that, you know that he's being forced into an unknown that he's scared of right you know and then you have like uh, Dayton's character the Bam you know he's you know he's the guy that, you know we even played it off there you know like he gets lost in the beginning just on the road yep and so of course when you know he finds out about his sister being pregnant in this whole situation you know he goes off on the four wheeler and what's he gonna do but get lost yep. you know don't drive angry. Yes. <laughs> you know, so uh, he goes out into the woods, and and uh, Tommy goes following, so that, you know we can get into what their friendship is. Uh, just in time to be lost again and happen upon the first, you know, the first shack. Yep. And uh, you know, even at that point, you know, the the backwoods people aren't bad. They're just there. They're just doing their thing. They're minding their own business. And, you know, you've happened into their world. And, Taurus. you know, <laughs> instead of going along with it, instead of just, you know, like, you know, being, you know, being on their terms, they, they get into it. You know, that they, it, it's up when, uh, when the tweaker guy comes in, Billy. But, yep. you know, it's like, uh, you know, like, and that's what the whole movie was for, for Matt and I, you know, it was just to keep the escalation going. You know, like, let the first event happen, and then once that first event happens, you know you're off to the races, and we're going to build and build and build and build and build until you get to the end. Well made. And uh, yeah, thanks, man. I, I, you know, I, I really appreciate you know what what you said about it. It's you know that's what we that's what we were going for. That was the goal. You know, to make a movie. Uh, we we were all fans. Uh, Greg and I and, and Jaeger and uh, of, of Wolf Creek, and what they were able to do on such a low budget. Love that movie. And yeah, and uh, the escalation in that movie, while it happens much later than I think ours, it, uh, it you know once it happens, it's you know it's down the rabbit hole, right? You know, and and we we wanted that kind of same vibe, but you know I I, I love the fact that as they're dealing with uh, Stag, who's that first guy at the shack, yeah, you know he he's mad and gets chased, and and you know there's a point in there where you you think that maybe the movie's ended because right. they've, you know, they've dealt with Stag, and Stag is just the beginning. You know, that was a, that was a, a, another thing that you know I really wanted to play with was just that again, 
you know, you think one thing's done and then escalation happens yet again. You know, Stag's not one guy, he's a whole town of people. Exactly. But now, there and, is, I'm sorry. I mean, uh, you know, and I, well, I was just going to say, at that point, you know, like, it, it, it drops into, uh, almost hostile in Arkansas. Yeah. There is one scene in that movie that I've probably never seen in a movie. Now, if my memory serves me right, is the scene where he puts the gun in her mouth. Uh, <laughs> awesome. There was two. There was two scenes that, like you know, that I had in my head early in the, in the you know, for this movie, and uh, that was one of them. You know, uh, that one and the, and the sawhorse. Oh, um, <laughs> well, yeah. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> that's going to be a surprise if ones didn't see it. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> Good scene, by the way. That was very creative. Very creative. Oh, it, you know, I had I had those two scenes in my head. You know, and and, uh, and I mean, you know. Jaeger helped me like tweak him out even more, and uh, you know Jaeger basically came up with a lot of the horror elements, you know, beyond that, like the the thing that happens to uh, Dayton's character Sam, and uh, and to uh, uh, Cassie's character. So um, you know, like coming out Cassie, I'm sorry, uh, Catherine Michelle, um, and um, yeah, and I I, I I totally dug what you know that, that, I, those are uh, complete Jaeger, you know. Um, <laughs> and that's the kind of twisted man that he is too. <laughs> well, a twisted man, I'm he, I'm impressed. You know, you know, like I said before, the three of you, Matt, Matt, and you. See, you got, you got two Matts. How about that? The movie. <laughs> and we had. Uh, go ahead. Here's another thing. We had we had, we had, we had uh, two Matts, and then um, Mike Hart was the executive producer. Uh, oh yeah. Greg Hartman was the producer DP. And uh, Mike Hill <laughs> was uh, another producer on it. He was the kind of production producer. So <laughs> names got kind of confusing around those parts. <laughs> now, let me ask you one quick question. Now, the you have the the ranger, park ranger, mm-hmm. very unique character. When you first see him, you all you basically almost already know that something's not right. And I love how right. you, I love how you did it because you also it also made you think, okay, maybe he is legit. But then it turns out that, you know, very very creative story. The, oh man, thanks. Uh, you know, re, re, like that character was uh, played by Dan Cruz, who plays uh, my lead in Sugar Creek. Oh, okay. And uh, you know, uh, I, I've always wanted to see Dan do something a little more, you know, a little more caricature. You know, like you know, like because he's off. Yep. He's just, you know, he's just he's just enough off that you that you that you wonder. Um, but it, it's all part of that same process of the uh, you know escalation. In the sunglasses, you know, I've seen <laughs> old-fashioned sunglasses the whole movie. Very creative. You notice that? Right? Hey, look, I'm, I, you know, and I got to you know, I mean, credit's got to go where credit's due. You know, I mean, like. Uh, uh, Mazatel took those characters that were on those pages, and you know, and and worked with those actors, and totally, you know, twisted them right into the right place. Yes, I mean, you know, he, he did a, he, he deserves, a, you know, so much credit for that movie, and um, you know, he did an amazing job with with, with uh, you know, it, I was involved in the process of, of you know pulling together all the talent, and, you know, and and 
um, like I said, I was writing roles for Adam Huss, and I, I wrote roles for, you know, Dayton Knoll, um, and even uh, Robert Miano playing the Parson was, was, uh, was an idea really early in the state, you know, in the writing itself. So, you know, like pulling what I know of those guys and what I know they're capable of was was easy. But for Matt to take those words and you know play off the emotion exactly correctly for the you know exact you know each and every beat that happens in that movie. I mean, you know, how about Catherine Michelle? I mean, you know, that how about an, an arc for her? Yes. You know, she did she did an amazing yes, job. Yes, she did. And uh, you know, Adam Huss was you know. Uh, you know, I, 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 the guy's a, a, a big movie star waiting to happen. You know, I agree. Um, and I, I think that you know, like giving him that opportunity to be the lead and, and, and to play an arc himself, from going from you know selfish to uh, to you know broken to the part that you see, you know, the love and the and the, the way that he feels about people. You know, I mean, there's a really great scene in there. I think uh, is one of my favorites, actually, the way that Greg shot it. Um, the scene where Adam and Dayton are just stuck in the woods and the, the trucks are all around them. Yes. And uh, and you know it's it's it, it's a it's a break and it's it's a, it's a moment of drama in the middle of you know chaos. But it's uh you know it's it's really you know two friends who you know do care and do love each other and no matter what you know their stupid life and the things that are going on you know in real world. Uh, you know, deeply care about one another, and uh, that seems just like you know, it, it grabs me every time I watch the thing. Yep. And Scooter made me want to punch him. <laughs> Scooter, uh, I'll tell you a story. Scooter is a is a, is a good friend of mine. His name's Jake Bartol, and uh, Jake, you know, is another guy. That's <laughs> we used to joke around. My, my roommate out here still calls him uh, Jason Statham of the South, and uh, I, uh, uh, you know, because you know he's just great. He, and I met him on Tremorly Morning, uh, this movie that I uh, acted in. I was a, a casting director for uh, Joey Lauren Adams with uh, Ashley Judd and Jeffrey Donovan, and really, really amazing movie, great cast. And um, uh, I met Jake out there. He was a locations manager, and. I, you know, became really good friends with him, and so the, I actually kind of wrote that role for Jake. That was easy, <laughs> you know. Like, and and you know, Jake has gone on. Jake is uh, is he's not part of the band, but he's uh, the you know setting up the equipment, kind of kind of the roadie for the Zach Brown band. Yeah. Okay. And uh, he he plays a character called Floaty Boatwood, like in their in their music videos. If you ever get a chance to check out Jake doing that yeah, stuff, it's hilarious. I mean, like, he's, a, <laughs> he's like, he's on a big yacht with Kid Rock for like half this video. It's, it's, it's hilarious. And that whistle, he does. <laughs> <laughs> that, and that, that Jake brought to it. Yes, he did. You know, that was, that was Jake's, that was a, a complete Jake call. So, uh, you know, and, and I, th- I thought that, that just built the tension even more. Yeah. And, Russ Blackwell did a hell of a job too. We talked about him earlier. Yeah, Russ, man, you know, uh, Russ was a it's a friend of um, of, of uh, Dan Cruz. Uh, they both were actors in Florida, so 
so oh, okay. Dan, you know, was the one that really introduced uh, Russ to us. And, uh, you know, uh, that even happened a little later in the process than, I, than, than my involvement. So, uh, you know, Russ came in there and, and uh, wow, you know, that, that guy is stacked completely. Heck yeah. You know, I, I'd, uh, <laughs> I, I, I get so amazed at, you know, like what people actually, you know, like the, when you, when you write characters and you have certain, you know, things envisioned and, uh, you know, Russ gave that guy so much more dimension and actually, you know, made you, uh, respect him. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, uh, I, I, that was something that I, I didn't even know was written into the stack character, but Russ brought that, you know, that's, uh, that's something that Matt and Russ came up with and found and, and, uh, and, and did, you know. He needs to be in more movies like this because he is very good at it. <laughs> totally. <laughs> he is very good at it. <laughs> now, I'm trying to think here now. I'm trying to get my memory straight here. The the big guy, um, the real big the real big guy. You know what I'm talking uh, was about? Was that Jason T? The, the tall? Yes, the real big one. The one the, that was in the... In the, in the, the uh, Seahorse scene had him, you know, what we talked about earlier. Ah, oh, what's uh, the character's name? Oh, oh, yeah, that's uh, the Parsons kid. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, he's played by Jason Jason Davis. Okay, yeah, he is huge. Cody, he's a big guy. Cody, Holy he's a you know, cow. he's a he's a big guy, and you know, what a great actor, right? I mean, oh, jeez. I'll give you I'll give you a story on Jason. So, like, uh, Jason plays music around the Fayetteville area. And, uh, we had a mutual friend named Heather Fallen that, uh, that brought Jason into, uh, audition for Joey Lauren Adams on Come Early Morning. And, you know, I, I got the tape and I was like, oh my god, this is, this is the motel guy. It was totally. Yep. So I, I took it to Joey and she cast him like that. It was done. You know, it was like the most natural, you know, best ability to bring a tough southern you know, yes. tough southern, Ar- you know, tough Arkansas, and uh, you know, like I and I, I, you know, like I was just like, wow, this guy's got such talent, you know, and and so I wrote a role for him in Sugar Creek, and then we basically wrote this role for him. You know, Jaeger knew him because they run around the same table, right? Places together, and uh, so that was really easy to write. You know, that role, you know, for for Cody to be Jason. And, I, uh, and, and you know, and give him a lot more meat, and you know, and, and an arc himself, because uh, you know, I don't, I don't think you really see that one coming. No, I think oh. that one's a surprise. Oh, you're gonna die. <laughs> You'll know when. <laughs> he that. He, he was great. Always, <laughs> always wondered what it'd be like to be Jesus nailed up there on that cross. He <laughs> heard awesome. it. And it he, <laughs> He kneels down to him when he's in the, when that in that seahorse. That's, that's what I call it. And he says, uh, "What did he say?" He said, "I told you. You know, I'm nice to you. And what do you do?" <laughs> it's good movie. Good good cast. I mean, like like you said, how it was made. It goes from one to another to another. And then when I say confused, I don't mean it in a mean way. I meant now. Whoever, whoever watches the movie has no idea what's coming next. It's just oh man, I, I, I really uh, I'm I'm stoked to hear you say something like that. I, I think that like you know, 
that's what we all, you know, try to do as filmmakers. Anybody's out there trying to, you know, make their movies is, uh, you know, like really trying to, to grab the audience, you know, and, and that's the best way that we could, we could figure out how to do it. You know, Greg, uh, when he came to me and he wanted to make Resurrection County, um, he, uh, you know, he, he was really about that Wolf Creek thing. And, you know, something that was real and gritty and hard and trying to find uh, what's right about horror. Right. You know, and what, what, what actually works. And, um, you know, and, and that, was the, that was the goal in, in, in Matt and I writing the script was like, you know, let's make sure that uh, we, you know, that we just keep amp- amping it so that, you know, like, when these characters start revolving and twisting, and, you know, uh, one thing that was really important to Jaeger and I was the uh, was the idea of, of who's going to die and when. Oh, you know, because uh, I think you know that becomes so cliche. It's just like it's one of those yeah. old things. It's like you know, like like you know, sure enough, uh, <laughs> you know, the black dude's going to die second, and the 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 whiny girl's going to go first. You know, and uh, or the tough athletic kid, you know, yeah. <laughs> whichever one. And, uh, you know, it's like, that's, you can, like, almost tell, like, and, and, and they almost, like, uh, put too much into it where, where you can read it, you can read it yeah. coming. And, uh, and you know, Matt and I were really, really wanting to, like, you know, make you think, you know, at, at different points, because that's part of their arcs, part of the characters' arcs, is... Uh, they all find strength at some point, right? You know, so like um, Tommy, you know, like finding strength, and uh, you know, a- a- at some certain point, doesn't mean that he's actually going to live. Uh, same with with Lucy, or uh, you know, I mean, our, our our favorite one, I think, was was the was the Cassie character, and. Um, you know the fact that she was like, you know, like like the one that really had it together, where the rest of them all had problems. Yes. You know, and 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 where to put, you know, something happening to her, <laughs> you know, um, which you know I'd be like, hell, I mean, give that one away. It's like it's the fact that you know right. she's going to go first, you know, and and in such a horrible way that you just really don't know what's that you blew know, me away. <laughs> how, how somebody's going to, you know, go next, you know? I mean, that's like, you know, wait, that's first? Oh, oh, <laughs> you know? The ending was the most creative way that when you're watching the movie, see, i got to be careful because I don't want to give any anything away. I'm glad we're not because the movie, people have to see this movie. I mean, if, if anybody watches a movie and goes away and says, says they don't like it, then they're complete buffoons. Seriously. <laughs> but the ending was so... I was like, it, it makes you sit there and say, Dude, what the hell's wrong with you? You, you get what I'm saying? <laughs> when it, right, right. I said, dude, you're, you're just... But the end, I'm telling you... That, the, the the old guy that driving the truck you couldn't find a better person to play that role because he looked creepy. Uh, here's the thing, okay, like another thing, like uh, that's Grizz Hayhurst. Guy thinks Grizz, 
and uh, Riz was my production designer on Sugar Creek. <laughs> you know, and he was uh, really involved in the art team of of of, of Rez too. Um, Jaeger ended up doing a lot of the production design. Um, he was a production designer, but um, you know, Grizz uh, was like perfect for that. We were like, you know, that's that's he that's was. our guy. Let 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 Grizz do that part. You know, that's good. You know, like I mean, again, you know, you find you know, and that's another thing too, especially when you're like, you know, for indie filmmakers out there, you know, trying to make the movies out in different places and and all that stuff is like, you know, write for what you got, write for what you know, um, build things around the, you know people because like you know that, that part even with Grizz it's like you know I know what Grizz can do I know what, I know what Grizz is capable of I know what, I know how Grizz looks he's uh, you know he's he's he, he is the perfect way to end that movie excellent you know so let's you know like write that way write you know write with like the, the idea that the actors that you know and you know what they're capable of right because that will you know that will come off of the way, you know the, the way that it was intended um, you know and, and like I said you know like, now I, I don't want to take anything away it's like you know the tell and the actors really came up with a whole bunch of stuff themselves and made the movie better yeah you know but uh, but the, the the best thing for any writer on anything is when uh, you know the story is there the way that you intended it to be you know it also probably helped that one, you know my writing partner was like you know, doing the production design was, you know, pretty intimately involved in the in, in the production part too. You know, so like, but you know, Greg and I early on, you know, went out and uh, there's a place called Fort Chaffee, and uh, it's where I actually was in Tuskegee Airmen, um, and it was an old closed down military base, and uh, you know, we started getting our locations out there. So a lot of the chase sequence you see there in the end when uh, Cody's chasing. Tommy and Lucy. Yeah. You know, that's all happening out there on the fort. And, you know, and Greg and I knew exactly what, you know, where that was all going to go down, where the things were going to be done to be built. Right. You know, and uh, and it gave it such good production value. I mean, like, you know, for, for the amount of money that they made this thing for, amazing. You know? And, and that's part of the role. I mean, like, you know, like when you go in and you're making movies for, you know, the, the low budget range, low budget horror. Um, why not? You know, like like look at it still as a big movie and find the best production value places that you can possibly do. You know, so it doesn't come off looking cheap. And I, I will tell you, like you know, Resurrection County. I don't think at one point looks like a, a like a cheap, you know, indie movie. Right. 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 You know, they shot that thing with like a, you know with, with all kinds of production value and. uh you know, did did a really good job. I was pleased. Now, Robert Miano, um, I talked to you off the air before we got started. That his role with the uh, the glasses and the preacher type, I love the I love what he said to the to the sheriff. Where you know, I'm not going to get too much away, but he says, "You you just couldn't leave it alone." <laughs> Very good actor. He's a, he, Robert Miano is uh, is amazing. He's uh, uh, he has not tapped enough for the talent that that man has. You know, um, 
and, he, and he's been tapped quite a, quite a bit if you look at his credits. I mean, the dude's been in everything. Um, but, uh, you know, it was, it's like, again, it's very easy to write for what you know. And, and I, 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 you know, Robert came into Sugar Creek to play uh, Pete St. Clair, this uh, old ranch hand that everything's dying around him and he's just losing his mind and, uh, and, and played that to the hilt. So, you know, I, I knew that we could get Robert and uh, I knew that, you know, he'd come out and, and, and do a bang-up job. And Robert was like, I, 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 so good in that, you know. And, like, I mean, he really gets into it. And he really investigates things. And if you, like, find the, the parts where, you know, um, it was he, he part Amish and part, you know, religious zealot, yep. part, uh, you know, sociopath, uh who, who also loves his family and his people. Yep. You know, how can you go wrong? You know, I can go wrong with that as your villain. That you know, and he doesn't even have to get his hands dirty. Yeah. He, his one you line, know? his one line he says, let the boys have fun for one night. <laughs> right. Oh, boy. You call that I, You know, I, I, that, that tire scene, and I mean, you know, like I said, something to get people to, you know, go out and buy or, you know, rent the movie, find the movie. Um, you know, that tire sequence. That yes. was another one that was in my head. Because uh, th- that actually had happened in a, in a town not too far from me, uh, where I grew up, that uh, uh, there was a sheriff and, and uh, they were running, you know, meth everywhere and whatever else, and, and the, the sheriff just went missing. And years later, they found his ring and uh, a stack of burnt tires oh. so that's where that sequence came from okay. you know I really like it. I, you know, I, I really like the way that that plays out and particularly you know with the, the way they shot it I mean you know Greg did a great job there too I mean, Greg did a great job with everything but like if we did that scene with the with the with the fire burning and the parson standing there in the middle of it yep. you know and uh, look, looking like the devil himself you know yep now, what was so weird about that movie for me is I'm in the t- I'm in the tire business. I, mean, uh-huh. I deliver tires, so every <laughs> every time I see tires in a movie, right, I'm trying to see what brand they are. Oh, what that is so bad. I mean, I've been doing it for 11 years, so it's like it's it's instinct. Oh, what what brand is that? Oh God, Scott, stop! You know. <laughs> but yeah, but the uh, the. In the beginning, it talks about the first sheriff. It doesn't go into detail, but that was so cruel. <laughs> that was so cruel. I ain't saying no more. That was cruel. <laughs> well, you know, like I mean, that, that to me is like that's for you know, like uh, yep. imagine if you're oh, yeah. in that guy's position, you know, yeah. uh, and and. and <laughs> You know, like, we, I mean, I, I'm really happy with what Jaeger and I come with, uh, came up with in all those death sequences. I mean, I think those things really, really work. Yes, you know? they do. And, they, and, and it all plays right in the, in the, into the tone and the thing. I mean, like, I think some of the characters, like the, the parson gets a little, like, preachy and whimsical. And, uh, you know, and then, like, where all the campers are very real world, they, 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 they talk like real people. I mean, yep. you know, like, you might, you might as well know that that's your neighbor, you know? Um there's nothing special about them. They're 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 almost from Nowhereville, although they all you know have accents kind of that are intermixing. Right. And uh, you know, 
they're walking into a place where everybody has accents and everybody, you know, has a story. And, you know, the, the most important thing for, for us in the writing and in the making of the film and, and uh, was, you know, to play with those lines, the, the, the lines between good and evil. And, you know, while you don't, I mean, I know I'm not repeating myself a little bit, but... No, that's all right. The, you know, the, the idea that if somebody, you know, goes out and, you know, and, and, and cast the first stone, which was, I mean, you know, as they're driving to the town and they almost hit those kids. Yep. You know, I mean, there's like lots of uh, bantering about what they just saw, you know, and they're totally casting the stones at these people. Yep. And uh, and then they make their, their tragic mistake, which is uh, <laughs> getting mad at each other. Yes. Which leads to him going to the Confusing. to the first shack and trying to find his way out of this place, which leads them right into trouble. Yep. And once the trouble starts, you know, you're on this path. And, you know, and, and it, it, these are not, you know, inbred, backwoods, hillbilly characters that were, uh, you know, that have been kind of almost monstrosized, I guess. Or, I don't know how to say that, but, like, you know, where they just, like, become monsters, caricatures, things that are going to come get you. You know, the uh, these people are, you know, they, they they love one another, they care about one another, they have a point of view. Uh, these people wrong them first. So once you wrong us, it's eye for an eye. And, uh, you know, I mean, while, you know, the, the civilized world can say, you know, that's that's still wrong, uh, which it is, but, you know, it's like they still had a point of view, and they were following that point of view the entire time. Yep. You know, uh, we have one reviewer, like, that, you know, completely sided with the, with the backwoods people, you know. <laughs> and I was like, wow, that's kind of scary. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, I mean, you know, it's each their own in the way that you see the world, but, the, you know, the, that's what, that's what movies are there for to me. I mean, movies are, are you know, whether it's horror or drama or, or thriller or whatever, it's like it's a, it's a mirror to see these people and then, you know, judge ourselves by what we think they're doing. So, you know, in this movie, you know, you can mirror out on, on both sets of characters, whether, you know, they're still set up as the good guys and the bad guys, but, you know, you still, if you understand the bad guy, he's even scarier. Right. Now, because he made you understand him, you know? Yeah. Now, I don't want to switch real quick, but let's go into that Madison County. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm uh, an executive producer on this movie called Madison County. Right. You know, go figure that I'm, uh, I'm involved in another county movie. County. Uh, <laughs> something scary about those counties. <laughs> Just don't do a movie but, called Lancaster County, okay? That's all I ask. <laughs> but uh, I, I, there's a guy that, that uh, went to my film school named Eric England. Uh, just a, a great guy and a very talented uh, filmmaker. Uh, you know, I, I've been watching his shorts, kind of like, you know, giving him advice and, and uh, listening to what he wanted to do. And he's a, he's a you know, big horror, horror guy. And, uh, you know, Madison County seemed like the next logical step for him. And uh, he, you know, he's, he's gone out there with some friends, uh, Daniel Dunn and Dunn Productions, and 
another guy named Ace it's, uh, and Levi. Those guys are uh, you know, helping him produce it, helping him make it make the thing happen. They pulled off some pretty major coups, I think, in, in getting Rob Hall and Almost Human Special Effects, which, uh, uh, you know, Rob's done so many things. Uh, you know, like He's directed some movies like Lightning Bug, and, and, and you know, just, he, everybody in the horror world knows Rob Hall. Right. You know, and for him to come on board and, and, and pull out the guns to, to give some special effects to, to these guys with their, uh, you know, indie horror film, uh, to you know, like like up the production value to well past whatever the dollars spent are, and, and uh, you know, wow, you know, you got the Nick Principe, uh, who you know is, is, a, is a big horror guy himself, and he's going to be the the bad guy in this thing, and it, it, it's a bad guy unlike anything you've you've really ever seen before, because it's a it's a it's a bad guy who just you know it's a it's a it's a guy in the woods that. Uh, you know, is is taking out his past on people that come into his place, right. and uh, the people of Madison County, you know, have gotten used to it, and uh, you know, don't do anything about it. So there's where the real horror happens. Now, there's a cool tagline. Do you ever see it? Tagline says, "If you're here, you're already dead." Yes. The plot. A group of college kids travel to a small mountain town called Madison County to interview the author. Sweet. Now, when is this going to be released? Or did you hear anything on it? Uh, well, we're, I'm flying out next week. I'm, I'm actually playing a part in it. Right. Uh, I'm kind of the, uh, the uh, a soothsayer character, and I, I'll just leave it at that. Right. But, um, uh, they... They're having, you know, like I'm flying out next week. I think we're starting shooting like here in the next couple of days, Sweet. and uh, looking for like a three week shoot, four week shoot, something like that, and uh, and then get into the cutting. You know, I I would guess that you know it'll be ready sometime probably in you know, six months, something like that. Sweet, can't wait. Uh, see, see what you know, see, see what kind of deal they can pull off, and, and you know, and and, and look. They, such talented guys, and like I said, you know, pulling off all these favors. My God, you know, like this is indie filmmaking in its finest. And, and uh, you know, when you find these talented guys to, to do this stuff, you know, Eric's got a long career ahead of him. You know. Yep. When you see it says Junior, you know, what I mean, it says horror, mystery, and thriller. Right then and there, it tells you you got to see it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way Eric and I think. That's for sure. Yep. <laughs> You know, I'll be like, heck, I want to do things like, you know, I, any movie that I do, I, I think that, you know, it just needs its horror elements because those are the things that are going to drive you forward, you know. That, right. Those are the things that creep you out and make you want to stay with it. Because you, once you throw one horror element into it, you know, it's like everything else is open. Now that you m- mentioned this movie, uh, now you have, to, you have to make sure you let me know when it's finished. And went, give me a heads up so I'll, I can get a jump start, okay? Sure. <laughs> it looks interesting. All right. Well, yeah, man. Um, no, like, like, let me, I, you know, and, you know, and keep up with it too. Uh, you know, the, like, you know, again, we're, these, you know, these guys amaze me. They, they, they started this whole little marketing campaign. Got a, got a Facebook page up. You know, anybody, uh, you know, into horror, go, go check out their Facebook page. It's uh, okay. Madison County. Uh, I. I 
I think you should Madison County and search and find it. But, I will add uh, it before we get off here. Yeah, yeah, you know, and the you know the marketing campaign, and it, it, you know, just it makes it that much more, you know, easy and cool to get out. So, uh, you know, everybody go check that out and they will keep up with it. They're 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 running like uh, little videos of, while they're making it. You know, just them getting ready and stuff, and oh, cool. uh, it's a, it's a it's a neat thing. Hey, this is James Cotton. I'm a director, writer, producer. You're listening to Gruesome Herzog Horror Movie Reviews.